Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Fertile Love of Pomegranate Podcast. Um, we're here with a Palace preview, but before we do anything, Paddy, that is a mighty fine shirt you've got on. Isn't it? Davenport. Is Davenport still on the goal? I don't know. don't even know what Davenport was. Was it a brewery or something? Yeah, we're not a beer. We're not a brewery, yeah? Yeah. Uh, this might be this might be the record for the earliest I've had to Google something on the podcast because I didn't have a notion what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, fi- I figured while you're Googling it, I figured this was the weekend to be wearing it because there's a lot of celebration going on. There's a there's a, a get together of the Heroes of '82 in Villa Park tomorrow, where the fans can go along and have their picture taken and and uh, meet the guys. And then they're being presented on the pitch before the game on Sunday, where there's going to be a flag on every season. It's going to be a fairly spectacular show by the looks of it. And then seven minutes before kickoff, with everyone waving their flag, the guys will come out with the European Cup. So why, why not have the celebration this weekend? So that's why this banger is getting an air in today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just Googled it there. Kevin Donnelly has it there. Davenport's is a brewery. It seems like it's a brewery in Smetrick. Um, but it is a brewery. It's still on the go, apparently, which is there great. You go. Great to see. Great to see. Um, yeah, in 2007, I remember I was there for the Proud, Proud uh, History Bright Future uh, scarf giving from Randy Lerner. When, uh, Sheffield United game, 25th anniversary of, uh, of uh, Rotterdam Day. And uh, that was that was really cool, really cool occasion. And uh, pity, pity couldn't get over this year. But uh, um, yeah, because like you know, as the years tick on, the guys like the the winners aren't getting any younger, you know, and neither are we. But 
uh, it would have been nice to see them again for the 40th anniversary because, you know, every year it seems to come out that another another one of the, the, the heroes have had some sort of uh, health issues and stuff like that. So it would be yeah. good to see them in the field. It would have been very, very good to see them. And I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. I'm a bit down myself now over not being able to to get over and see see them um, because I did originally earmark this as the weekend to travel, but just couldn't make it happen with uh, with other commitments and stuff like that. But I hope everyone has a fantastic day. It should be great lift to the club. Uh, this is a game, and it's an interesting one. We don't have any press or pickups uh, today because, um, well, lots well, of reasons. Well, because it was just about. Yeah, it was. It was more so just about. I yeah, just about, about the post today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, also the reason that we didn't have it was yeah. Number one, it was all about Coutinho. Secondly, mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard looked very fresh for a fellow who was at an awards dinner last night. If I was the manager and I was at an awards dinner last night, I might have, I might just. Mind have stuck to the shandies, put it that way. But it was, uh, no, he answered a few questions, I suppose. We might as well start with that before we get into the Palace game. But he answered a few questions. One of the ones uh, that, that he did answer was, uh, he kind of took offence to a question about, uh, it wasn't, I, I don't remember the exact phraseology, but um, it was basically, our, do games at this time of the season mean much for Aston Villa um, and he kind of took offence to it that he wanted to win every game and he wanted to go out and test himself against uh, Crystal Palace um, and he, then he referenced that Palace are coming into this on the back of their manager being named in the shortlist for manager of the year um, yep. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know I, I, I genuinely don't know there because uh, um, he's done a fine job but uh, I wouldn't have mm. had him in the shortlist um, don't think he's. Don't get me wrong. I think he's done a fine job, but absolutely brilliant job. I wouldn't have had, obviously wouldn't have had Stephen Jordan or either. If anyone says, "Well, would you have had Jordan?" No, I wouldn't have had. Um, I think there's there's guys like Bruno La- Bruno uh, Lage or whatever his name is who's done a super job as well. And uh, David Moyes wasn't in there. Uh, you know, David yeah. Moyes had, had West Ham threatening the top of the league for ages, and I know they fell away a bit, but. A very, a very, very consistent performance, performing teams throughout the course of the year. So, uh, but Crystal Palace would be buyed by that, you know, and Patrick Pierre should be very, very proud of it. And look, very, the, very question, the question itself, um, we were in 14th a few weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, would that be right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I found out today that the difference between us finishing 14th and finishing 10th. It's not only the delight of being up at the top half of the, the table. It's 10 million in prize 10 money. 10 million. Two and a half million per, per place, yeah. So 10, 10 million in prize money, uh, if they didn't know they were getting it, might might have stopped all those increases on the uh, season tickets. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's actually double increase because it wasn't there. Still, I think I read somewhere that it's like 5 million extra in, in revenue, the, the increase in season tickets gives you or something. So mm. 10 million is double that. But I think next year as well, the the, the Price for placings might go up a small bit. I don't know. Is it two point seven five? I think I read somewhere as well that it might go uh, that it's going up next year uh, yeah. for, for that as well. So so jostling for positions is very important. Like five million is five million off Coutinho. Like that's what if we were to go by by his rumored wage of about one sixty one seventy. Um, you know, do the maths there. That mm. gets you. Um, that gets you gets you a few weeks of Coutinho's wage, which is. Uh, 
mind blowing, <coughs> mind blowing in itself. I'm just going to go back a small little bit. I'm going to go back a small bit. Michael Huggins is dead right here. Uh, when we do celebrate our heroes of 81 and 82, and some of them are no longer with us. And, and yes, absolutely. Shout out to the 14th man, Eamon DC, a true Villa legend. Um, I'm from, well, I'm from Limerick. I'm living in Galway at the moment. And Eamon DC is the darling of Galway City. Um, the club, as I've said numerous times in the podcast before, the club here, uh, Galway, um, have named their, their park after him, named their, their, their stadium. Their, their their pitch after him, um. So Eamon yeah. DC will be forever remer- remembered up here. There's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, a real character, and uh, Chick will definitely never be forgotten in in Galway. That's for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, he, he definitely was the fourteenth man, and and there's some really really great stories about him. And maybe there might be a podcast on that for another day, Paddy. We might get uh, might get some of the 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 the, the uh, remaining clan. Uh, that are up here, we might get them on, maybe. Um, yeah. Might even sit in a pub with them. Jesus, we can sit in pubs now, Paddy, and we can record <laughs> people, maybe. Um, yeah, we might do absolutely. something like that because it would be and nice. He is, he is be nice. Not, not only very highly thought of in Galway, if you, if you listen to, I recently heard uh, Tony Morley speaking very highly of him mm-hmm. in an interview, although he calls him Eamon Daisy, which must have been how they pronounced it back in them days in Birmingham, but it's uh, definitely Eamon Daisy. And uh, yeah, as you say, he's the, he's the darling of Galway. Um, actually, last season, Galway United had the number 81 mm. on the bottom of their shorts as, as a, a yeah. nod to the 40th anniversary of of uh, Aston Villa winning the the the, the, the championship with, with Eamon DC in the squad. Uh, and as you say, he's one of those 14 men that played that year. So very highly thought of. Uh, loads of medals. And, and many great memories of his time at Aston Villa. Absolutely, for sure. And uh, you know, as I say, he's he, he's yeah. Look, there's he, he's finally remembered here, finally remembered in Villa Park, and uh, and long may his his memory live on. Um, just like it will with all the rest of the team in eighty one and eighty two. Um, so going back to going back to Crystal Palace game, Paddy, uh, and going I suppose back to the press conference. Some good news is Jacob Ramsey is back in the squad again. He's training today. Yeah, looks like he's going to be fit. Uh, there was some adverse news, I will call it. Ali Watkins hasn't trained since, trained since Liverpool. I don't remember him. Don't remember any massively noticeable knock that he got, but um, doesn't changed. He does have an outside chance of making it. I hope to God he does. And I'm embroiled in in a in a battle at the bottom of my my fantasy league, my fantasy draft league. Um, and I need Ollie Watkins to be firing against Burnley and against Crystal Palace because I'm sinking like a stone. I'm second last <laughs> only on goal difference at the moment. So I need my Ollie Watkins to be fit. Um, but I was worried because, you know, it's not exactly an area that we're stacked in at the moment. And obviously, Leon Bailey is out as, as, as well. Um, it would only leave really Bertrand Troy. But on the flip side, Mr. Brundia and Mr. Coutinho could be seen together again at, at the weekend if, uh, if, if Ollie Watkins is out. Well, you'd have to think so on, on form alone. Buendia would deserve to be in there. Um, but whether you like to admit it or not, uh, Ings plays kind of like uh, Buendia when he's even in the, the top two. He's, he's dropping deep and picking up the ball and, and trying to split the defence. So it, it's near enough as you can get as a like for like. Um, unfortunately, I don't see any of the, the guys on the, the bench, with the exception of maybe uh, Carney, Getting around there, but I, I think you're right. I think it'll be I think it'll be Buendia and Coutinho in behind Danny Ings. Quickly checks the comments to see the obligatory 
Can we not play in a camera and Luis and, and Jacob Ramsey in midfield and then move move McGinn further forward? Because, you know, that's something that we've been floating out for, for a while. And, and you know, maybe maybe that's something he does try. I, I don't think at this stage he does. I don't think he sees it as an option just just at the moment or he sees an option at all for Aston Villa, considering we would have Bundia Coutinho. But um, I think when you've got... Uh, when you've got 60 million worth or whatever worth of uh, of number 10s there, I think you play the two of them natural number yeah. 10s behind uh, behind the number 9 in Danny Ings. And uh, to be honest with you, if I'm Danny Ings, I'm not leaving the, the I'm not leaving the back pitch in Bodymore Heat for the rest of the week and I'm going to practice putting the ball in the back of the net because he should get lots of chances if there are two 10s playing in, in there behind him of the calibre of Argentinian international Emi Buendia and Brazilian international Felipe Coutinho. So, uh, yeah, bit of a bit of homework for Danny Ings because uh, he's been on a rich vein of form, scored four and, and I think what was it scored four and assisted three in his last eight games, but he could have had two against Liverpool as well, you know. Yeah. So uh, they're they're the difference they're the difference makers, you know, and they they could change his season like if he gets into double figures by the end of the season, which is no outside chance I suppose really of doing based on his current form. Um, that could be a big uh, narrative changer for him going into next season and specifically with fans as well. Uh, I think it could be a big narrative changer too. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like uh, it, it's, it's a difficult one to discuss really because I don't really see a whole pile of change. I don't see change in the back four much in no. all as we would probably like. like. I don't think they need to change in the back four based on the opposition that we're playing against. I think... I suppose the big change would be if, sorry for, sorry for sneezing, or for trying to stifle my sneeze. Big change would be who goes in at number at the number six position. We can't really drop Luis at the moment. I don't think we can drop Douglas Luis. I think he's had two of his better games or two of his best games in the last two games that he's played in that number eight position. But what happens there? Does he bring Ramsey straight back into the team? Does he drop McGinn? Maybe he does. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any point in rushing uh, JJ back in there and having him have any reoccurrence between now and the end of the season. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he needs to be nurtured. Get him, get him out to the end of next week, and and send him off on his holidays in full fitness. Um, so that that would be my opinion. So uh, it would be Nakamba. It would be Douglas Louise. It would be John McGinn. Um, and if they're going to take Nakamba again off after sixty minutes. Give Tim on and give him a go. <laughs> yeah, do a like for a like. Leave Dougie where he was because I thought he was great the other night when he was playing in that eight position. Yeah, there's no real excuse either to rest players other than Jacob Ramsey. You know whether he comes directly back into the team, and I probably don't. I don't like. I don't think it's pivotal we get him back in there. We know what we have in him. You know, mm. there's other players that we need to find out what we have in, and I don't think you. I don't think you weaken the team massively by um, by not starting him. But if he comes on, you know he's going to be a live wire. I still think, though, at the same time, we've got to win this game, as Stephen Gerrard said. We've got to leapfrog Crystal Palace. Got to get, in, get into the top 10. Christian Perslow signed Stephen Gerrard and said we need to be continually pushing forward and we need to be seeing that progress both on and off the field. Yeah. If we don't finish higher, or at least level, where we finish, like we're not going to get the same points total as last year, so we're not progressing in that area. Yeah, you could probably say we've progressed maybe in a defensive in, in, in a defensive point of view since Steven Gerrard has come in. There's some really good defensive stats out there. Um, like we're in the top six, I think, or top five or top six in all defensive stats uh, in the majority of defensive stats, um, you know, since Steven Gerrard has come in. We've become, which I 
thought was mind blowing. To be honest with you, I really did. Um, but uh, our attacking stats haven't been very, very good. Um, like obviously, you see, we won three, we won thirteen, drawn four in the last eighteen. You know, there's a massive imbalance there. So we need to curtail those those losses. Um, but we also need to win this. We need to get a, get a, get up the league table. You know, we we just do. Um, because mm-hmm. words have been said. And they've been said publicly, and we have to hit those targets. That's just the way it is. It's um, it's it's so for me. I don't think there's going to be wholesale changes here. I think we go out and we look to beat Crystal Palace at home. I think we've got a massive, massive chance. I think we should beat Crystal Palace at home. Um, as I've said from the start of the season, specifically if Mark Gray is out for them, and yeah. they have to play what's his name, Joel Ward, yeah. in centre half. Beside mm. Anderson, and they've got Klein and Mitchell. You might play Tompkins, would they, at, at centre-half? Even if they play Tompkins in there. Like, yeah. the biggest change that, that Patrick Ferreira has made, and I'm loath to say this because I know he's made good changes to their defence, and I know he's made, I know bringing in Anderson, bringing in Gray have been masterstrokes from him. But I still fancy us to score against this this Crystal Palace team. I just do. Oh, you'd, have, you'd have to, yeah. Um, I, I think where we can get at them is is by having those two tens against that midfield. I think that midfield is a little bit light. I think he, he might yeah. bring Jeffrey Schlupp back in just for a little bit of needle in there. So. Um, but if, if it's Gallag- Gallagher, Hughes, and Eze, I, I, I think that's far too attacking for, uh, for for even for Crystal Palace. So it'll be an interesting, just as interesting to see how they set up on uh, Sunday. And I think if we saw the same uh, Gallagher, Hughes and Eze, I, I think we'll definitely score goals. I think there'll be loads of room in there for the little magician. I think so too. Yeah, and it could be it could be a type of game that we saw against Leeds. Maybe not as frantic, but it could be that type of game. Actually, maybe the frantic frantic side of things, you know, Mitchell, Terry Grinchel likes to, likes to bomb forward and Nathaniel Klein is exact, it doesn't exactly stay at home that often. Didn't do it with Southampton, didn't do it with uh, with Liverpool either. And obviously, Olise, Zaha and Edward aren't exactly known as being absolutely bulldog workhorses to get back either. Mm-hmm. Although Olise does do a small bit of work. So like they're really they're really hoping that Gallagher and Hughes can really get around the field uh, in that midfield area. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, they can't be looking forward to Buendia and Coutinho there because they should be able to pull defenders out. Anderson is not great on the ground. He's not very quick. He's he's not but he's like he's not not turgidly slow either. But we saw him with, with, with Fulham last year. Brilliant in the air. Thankfully, we've gotten over our affliction of crossing the ball in ninety five million times a game. Like we and, and we're now beginning to play the ball through the um through through the the through the through the levels of the field. Now we do cross the ball from time to time. Obviously, we got our first goal um, against our, our only goal against Liverpool by uh, crossing the ball. But I think that you know we will have options. I think in this game to go through mm. the middle or to go wide if needs be. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I'm expecting a win in this game at the weekend, uh, just because I'm enthused by the way that we've played recently. Um, even in defeat against Liverpool, I'm enthused by the, the by the potential setups that we have. And I think that there is still a massive lift to be got by Coutinho signing permanently. You know, I think obviously players would have known that it was happening prior to it happened. They would have known for days, probably weeks before it was before it happened. Um, but I still think the the finality of that is uh, is a big boost. And plus, 
Do you think that the Villa fans are not are going to shut up and not sing his name for 90 minutes over the course of the whole game in Villa Park? I think it's going to be something electric. And and uh, if it's anything like the atmosphere that we saw under lights against Liverpool, um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a rocker. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a decent game, and, and I think that'll dictate the atmosphere. Bearing in mind that it's on at two o'clock on on a Sunday afternoon where people are either nursing a hangover or, or they're only barely scraping themselves out of bed to, to get to the game. So we might not see the raucous atmosphere that we saw the other night, but again, that'll be dictated by what happens on the pitch. So I'd like to see him get us get at them. Um, we mentioned that midfield. Uh, they are today linked strongly with your mate, Cech de Corey. So they're, they're, obviously, uh, they're obviously worried about that part of the field as, well, as we've... Uh, We've just spoken mm. about. I, you'd have to think they'll they'll be in the market for midfielders. You would have to think, yeah. Absolutely. Considering, look, we've got one of the, one of Europe's best ever midfielders in there. All round midfielders. They've got one of Europe's best ever defensive midfielders inside there. So I'd be thinking, look, if Patrick Vieira is able to look at check the curry and say, yeah, this guy's going to be able to play the base of my midfield. Look, who better to spot a defensive midfielder than one of the best to ever play in this, in, yeah. in in his own generation? So. Um, I'm going to blow my own, toot my own horn on that one. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we're going to beat him to it. We're going to gazump him anyway, so it's fine because he's definitely coming to Villa. If I have to buy him myself, he's coming to Villa. Um, I can't have that happen to me. It happened to me with <laughs> Benton Cora, and I'm still sore over that one, especially mm. when I see all his stats coming back from his time at Spurs and the amount of balls that he's won in the attacking third to set up atta- set up um, counter-attacks, turnover, yeah. interceptions, and turnover, turnover possessions, turnover goal-creating actions, turnover shots. Like that's where the game is made, is won. That's where the Man City's win. Turn the ball over high up the field, break quickly, and discombobulate a back four. And and like we we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't have anybody who can do that either. So, um, that's once again that's one of my TED talks that uh, I'm glad that you've come to hear. Um, you love that word discombobulate, don't you? Discombobulate. It's a great word though. I don't know how to spell it though. Um, but it's it it rolls off the tongue. It's like bungalow. Bungalow is another great word that just rolls off the tongue. So uh, I say words I like. So so that that's why that one came out. Um, We've also got two returning players this weekend: uh, Jordan yep. Ayew and, of course, the other fan favorite, Christian Benteke. So here's hoping that one of them don't do a number on us because they haven't exactly set the world on fire. So. Um, Ayu likes I, to play. Ayu does always get up for it when he comes to play he against does. Aston Villa. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think I think he feels he's a point to make that he, it never worked out for him here. 
Um, mm. I think that might have been a lot to do with who was around him in that season. But uh, yeah, he's, he'll he'll be up for it if he gets in there. And who knows, we might see a change in there for Elise or, well, it won't be Zaha, but it could be Edward. Well, there is there was talks during the week that Zaha isn't going to sign his contract. And it sparked an online, I don't know what you want to call it. You want to call it a phenomenon. We kind of went through it last season as well. Um, or, or last off season, it sparked a, a question as to whether Zaha will ever be known as a Crystal Palace legend because he left the club to go to Man, Man United first and now he's going to leave in a free transfer. So fans mm. were kind of pretty sour. Over, now, I don't know if it's been confirmed that he's going to go, that he's not going to sign a deal next season. A lot of time, lot, you know, a lot can change between now and then, but surely if you're a, if you're a Crystal Palace fan, you can see the wood from the trees that Zaha has been absolutely fantastic for you over a long certain mm. period of time. But then again, Am I being am I being completely hypocritical? You know, because I know that there are Aston Villa fans that would completely chalk Jack Grealish off any kind of uh, um, hero status at Aston Villa, and he's more or less just did the same thing. Albeit, we got a hundred million for him. Yeah, is there a more annoying person in the Premier League <laughs> than Louis than Louis <laughs> Wilfred Zaha? Uh, he just John Moss. Shit, he bugs the shit out of me. I mean, players. I just I just look at him when I get annoyed. I just think he's just an angry, bitter little man who had his chance at Man United and blew it, and he's back there and never looked happy. All he wants to do is get in people's faces and fight. Just annoys the shit out of me. Well, I I don't find him that annoying. I find, I find Bruno Fernandez absolutely infuriating. Um <laughs> But, you have a little nickname for him, don't you? You're not allowed to say it, you're not. I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> I'd say that, yeah. I don't think his mother would like me. Uh, it, it does involve a couple of swear words in it, but uh, um, so I'm not going to say it in the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. he doesn't. Good comparison, though. They're, they're two, the two of them are probably the most annoying little fuckers in Premier League at the moment. So I'm actually. Go. Yeah, people comment in who you think the most annoying player in the Premier League is underneath. <laughs> and don't put Jack Reilly. Please don't put Jack Reilly. No, don't. Um, Paddy, do you, do you envisage that there's going to be anything? Uh, I, I suppose I always ask this question, or I had asked it up until the last couple of games. Actually, I asked it when we were losing. I haven't asked it, I'd say, since, we've, since we steadied the ship with the draw and the two wins. But what do you think Villa need to do to win this game at the weekend? What's the number one thing that they need to do? And don't say score more goals than the other team. Well, I, I think we have, I, I think we have an, a, a far superior defence. Now, I know they have the ability to mix it up up top with, with, uh, with as I said, the two ex-Villa boys to come on for, for probably Edward might, might get switched around. We don't know. Um, I think we just got to stop them, stop Zaha, uh, Maddie Cash is going to have his, his work cut out but there's goals in us we're going to score goals so uh, you know I, I, I honestly can't see any way we're going to lose this game I just can't um, I don't think it'll be anything spectacular I think it might be a 1-0 or a 2-1 or something like that but we'll see who's starting for them at the weekend before we, we make up our mind but uh, you know, I think we, I think we've picked the team there. I don't think anything is going to change. I think we got the three boys in midfield that started the other night, and then we'll have the t- the two magicians in behind Danny Ings if Watkins doesn't make it. And let's be honest, if Watkins is fifty fifty, he's not playing at the weekend. 
it would be absolute madness to play a, a player eight days out from the Premier League finishing. I'm just taking if he wasn't my right. team so petty. If you're that con- if you're that convinced, if you're that convinced and he starts and he scores on your head, be it Petty. He's coming <laughs> out of my team right now. Um yeah, I just uh, it's oh I don't have any confidence in Martin Veghorst. Uh, or Voot, sorry, Voot Veghorst to, to, to score the goals. I'm up against it. I'm up against the gun. Mm. Um, but anyway. Just looking for Danny Ings. <laughs> I can't, no, because it's a draft league. So only one player, one, one, only play, one player can be on one team. So you can't have, you know, you, you, you pick the player and no one else can have him. So it's, right. uh, it's a way better system. Way better system. And there's no captains. There's no triple bench bonuses or whatever they're called. Uh, any of those newfangled stuff. You're either good or you're not, and I'm not because I'm second last at the moment. So, uh, and is there a uh, forfeit for last place? Yes, there is, Patty. What's the <laughs> forfeit? Two hundred quid all in all when everything is kind of tied up. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag maybe setting up a GoFundMe after this. <laughs> <laughs> if Watkins is out, there could be a GoFundMe for it. But uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But um, hope springs eternal. Uh, maybe, maybe the maybe the guy who's in last position just is worse than me on the day. Fingers crossed, because I'm fluking it as it is. Um, uh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. So if you guys do have any have any prayers and to whoever you pray to, pray to them that Ollie Watkins is fit so that my my fantasy team survives uh, over the weekend. Um, Paddy, do we know who the ref is? Chris Chris Kavanagh. I think. Chris Kavanagh. Chris read it correctly. Kavanagh. It is Chris Kavanagh, yeah. Does it really matter who the referee is anymore? They're all as bad as each other. Except for Simon Hooper, who I think is the best referee in the Premier League. Have I said that before, Neil? I think you no, actually genuinely, I think you haven't said it as much as you think you have said it. <laughs> but Simon Hooper is good. Um, he is good in fairness. Uh, but look, as I say, I it's it's all matter. We go out there and score the goals and win the game. We stop mm-hmm. stop giving over refs. I think that's what we'll do. Yeah. Uh, there was a question here, Paddy. Completely off topic, but what's the best Bob Dylan song? Asks SL four one N T E. I think it might be Slancher. Actually, that's really cool if it is. I'd say it is, yeah. My favourite Bob Dylan song is Working Class Hero. Yeah? Not that I'm an aficionado aficionado of uh, Bob Dylan songs, but that would be my favourite. Either am I. Like, uh, it's mad. You know, it's when you're putting the, put a, put in the spot, you're kind of... I really do like the... Oh, it's that song. Hurricane. About your man Ruben Pachacalim, the boxer who was put in jail, and it was it was innocent. It's just the first one that came to my mind. Well, it's not the first <laughs> one that came to my mind, but it's uh, uh, I didn't want to go with blowing in the wind or anything like that. So um, I'm going to go with Hurricane or whatever it's called. I don't even know if yeah, that's the right name for it. I think we went for two um, left field songs anyway. Well, we had to, yeah, had to. You can't go with the easy stuff. Never go with the easy stuff. That's my that's my. Uh, not many, not many, answered, not many answered the question, but I did leave out my old friend Lord Bam Bam there. So uh, glad to see he's still sitting on the sideline. I hope he stays there till they're relegated. But uh, there you go. I said that out loud. 
<laughs> okay. I'm not be, th those words cannot be attributed to me in any court of law. Um in any court of law, yeah. But uh I think we're gonna think we might leave it there at that one because we don't want all the Bamford fans uh coming after us. But look, I think it's one of the biggest reasons Leeds are where they are is because he's been injured all year. So um, you know, that that's kind of testament to him and and, and what he did in the Premier League last season as well. But then again, they just should never sack Marcelo Bielsa. It was that simple. Staring him in the face, keep Bielsa, things would have turned around. But anyway, who am I to say that? They're not my team, and uh, maybe uh, I don't know enough about the whole situation, which I probably don't. Um, anyway, on to more uh, Villa pressing matters. Guys, it is Friday. We will be back on Sunday with a team sheet tantrum in association with Boohoo Man and the Villa View. As always, you can watch it here. You can watch it in the Villa View channel. We'd really appreciate if you uh, if you jumped in. Um, is what... I don't. I don't want to upset Soupy Mac. I know Lennon wrote the song, but Bob Dylan. It was Bob Dylan's song. For me, it was Bob Dylan's song. <laughs> um. Okay, guys. Mark DM Paddy and have it out in the DMs. There. I'd like to see who the winner is in that one because I haven't a clue. I'll be honest with you, I haven't a clue. Um. <laughs> But as I was saying, we'll be back with a team sheet tantrum at the weekend. Uh, as I say, beyond the Villa View channel, beyond here, we'd be delighted if you guys could pop in. It will be at 12.50. Um, mm. 12.50 on Sunday, yeah, because it's 2 o'clock kick. So 12.50, so it'll be a nice early one. Have your brunch. Nice cup Neil, of joe. Are you, are, you, are you busy tomorrow? I'm not. Should I be? I'm getting an awful slagging because this this is our fifth day in a row that we've done a podcast. <laughs> is it? Is it our fifth day in a row? Yeah, so if we went tomorrow, we'd, we'd have gone a full seven days with a podcast. <laughs> Fuck it, you know what? We might go, to, we might go tomorrow. We might... Yeah. Seeing as, seen as we're going on holidays like... next week. Well, I'm going on my holidays. You're going, you're going to sit here and do... Transfer podcasts. I'll be, I'll be here doing year. transfer podcasts for the week. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, have we gone five days in a row? I didn't even notice that. To be honest with you, because I've done I've done two or three other podcasts and and, and other things as well. So they've all just <laughs> rolled into one. Um, and as you can tell, I'm very tired. So maybe that's the reason why <laughs> why I'm I'm lacking energy at the moment. But uh, yeah, I'm free tomorrow. If anything pops up, we might jump on. Sure. What's yeah. the why 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 break the habit of the last five days? But we will be back on, on Sunday anyway, regardless, uh, with a team sheet tantrum. Um, and lads, look, as I said, thanks so much uh, for, for everything you do for the podcast. In relation, actually, the last podcast we did, a couple of you guys have reached out about the T-shirts. We weren't strongly considering putting t-shirt putting those T-shirts on sale, but because a lot of people wanted them, we we're going to take a look into it and hopefully we'll have something maybe by the start to the middle of next week. Um, as I say, we got a couple made up as... Uh, just to kind of have ourselves, but you know, if people like them, then yeah, we'll 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 throw them out there and we'll see what we can do. Um, as I said, the biggest thing is trying to get, uh, obviously because of shipping to the UK, shipping, uh, shipping here in Ireland and stuff like that. Just trying to find the differences and and, and see what the story is uh, mm -hmm. before we find our price point or for to to make a price point so that uh, we can see if it's actually viable. Because as I said, we don't want to put out something that's going to be massive money because of of shipping or anything like that. Because it's just not fair in any way. Um. But yeah, keep an eye to that. Uh, and that's probably going to do it for tonight. 
Um, I can't think of anything smart to say to finish up this podcast. I'm absolutely wall-falling tired. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to say thanks so much, everybody, as always, for watching the podcast. Give this a thumbs up if you do like it on the old YouTube machine. Don't forget our audio podcast as well. Once again, we'd love to build the subscribers there as well. I know you watch here on YouTube as well, but even if you just subscribe in the audio podcast, whether it be Spotify or uh, our Apple Music, as I, our Apple Podcast, as I said, there will be um, some more audio stuff coming out during, during the off-season may not be able to jump on the whole time during the videos so i don't want you guys to to do videos as i say so don't want you guys to miss out and we really appreciate your, your support there um but yeah as i say villa versus crystal palace uh gerard and Vieira renew their rivalry except this time they'll be confined to their technical areas as opposed to be able to put six studs through each other um in the middle of the field and uh i for one i'm really looking forward to it and i'm hoping for an aston villa win so until Sunday, when we will see you at 10 to 1 for the team sheet tantrum, all that's left to say is stay safe and up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.